Get ready. Because it's about time for you to speak your mind. Girls Club. Super Secret Girls Club. Hello. Hi. Welcome, welcome. Good morning, everybody. Whoever Good it's morning. morning for. But yeah, welcome to the Super Secret Girls Club. This is Nubby. Marqueta. If you don't know us already, we are here to talk about, well, I mean, you guys can see the topic, but we are today <laughs> going to talk about our worst dates, our best dates, and a date advice. We'll see how that goes. Um, yeah, I'm gonna let a few people join. Um, I had to really dig through my worst dates and oh just God. see which one I'm they were. I'm gonna have to do that live, like yeah. right here, just to see what I'll, my brain comes up with. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, it's like a matter of right, like if everybody's dating, there is a probability that you will end up having a bad date, a worse date, and just go from there. Um, but yeah, hello everybody, hello everybody in chat, just FYI, if you are watching us on YouTube, we will not be looking at YouTube chat, we are only looking at Twitch chat, we'll be responding to people in a Twitch chat, so please jump on over to our Twitch, it's the Normies TV, um, or if you want to keep watching on YouTube, that is fine, just FYI, we won't be responding to your comments if you are messaging. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we have a whole screen behind the camera that shows us the Twitch chat, exactly. so we can see it live. Yes, and just for people who are asking, yes, we have just watched the new Avatar trailer. We're just gonna get that out of the way. We watched it right before this, so that reaction will be dropping here soon. I'm so um, but just wanted to just give everybody a heads up. But before we jump into our main topic, Katty, how your week been? How was your weekend? I feel like the weekend is always a blur when we come here. I was like, I what know. did we do on the weekend? I know. Well, it was the Halloween weekend, oh, yeah. which is one of the more memorable ones of the year. I love Halloween. So I do remember what I did. I but it. unfortunately, I also had... Uh, I was feeling a little under the weather, so mm. I didn't do too much. But there's always this festival here in Indianapolis that is always super fun. And we go every year, and this year was no exception. Um, I loved, I loved it, even though I was there only for a little bit. Yeah. It started getting really busy too. So, it was so um, busy. It was time to leave. <laughs> it was my first time going and <laughs> the way Chris like, told me, he was like, you should go. It's fresh donuts. Like, that's it. I'm sold. Yep. I don't need to be told anything <laughs> else. Fresh donuts. It was yes. me and Chris who got there and our first mission was like, you find fresh donuts. You no, have to. Like, that's you it. have to because then the line is insane. But they literally, it's like one of those places where they make the donuts on the spot. Like they have the fresh dough and then they put it in a fryer. You will watch okay. them put it in a fryer. Then they take it out and they like put the sugar on it and put it in a box. Give it to you. It's so fresh. The it's freshest so you can have. I ate all six of them. <laughs> <laughs> that is how you should do it. I know. I was like, I saved three. I was like, I'll give it to my parents because it was mm. we were going to have a family dinner. And they were like, we don't want it. Like, that's fine. I will That's eat all, like I will eat them. <laughs> I was just trying to do a good thing. You will do the sacrifice. Exactly, like it is fun. Um, but yeah. yeah, it was good. It yeah. was fun. Yeah, and then I Halloween party, right? Yeah, we went to a Halloween party that you didn't go to. No, I didn't because my parents dropped off Nico, and I had family dinner, and I came back, and I like laid with her, and then next thing, you no, know, I fell asleep. Oh. So I like woke up at nine. And I had thought of that I was going to be, I had no, like, I forgot my wig here at the studio and I was not going to drive 30 minutes to get it. So I was like, okay, I will be a no face from Spirited Away, mm -hmm. like paint white and do all that. 
I woke up at night like there's no way Aww, I'm painting but that was my a great face. Idea. I know I had like all everything put together mm. and it's like nope I'm gonna go to bed. That's mm. it. But yeah. Yeah, I was um, Misa 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 Amane from uh, Death Note and Christmas yeah. Light Yagami. I let him use my pink my red tie, which he immediately broke. Tie like tie. Yeah. So how yeah, did it tie. break? Uh, so it was a tie from my My Hero Academia uh, uniform costume. No, so it's it has a zipper. Oh. So you put it on and then you just like zip it up. But then it's kind of like you have to like go under and like unzip it to like take it off. Oh, and he just um, tried to take it off. And he was like he was trying to do it like you know how you do a tie, and because he was pulling on it, it was oh, getting tight no. around his neck, and then he like panicked and just ripped it. I'm like. God, that's hilarious. That's I've never heard yeah. a tie that zips up. Yeah, I mean it was very, it was pretty smart. Like, was like yeah, but not when you're drinking, I guess. But yeah. yeah, no, that's great. Yeah, my weekend was kind of a blur. I rem- we went to a festival <laughs> together, but afterwards I just like took it easy. And Sunday I was like, I'm just gonna prep because it was rainy the whole week. I think I think it Sunday was, was like a whole rainy. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. I'm just gonna stay inside, mm. make some tomato soup. And just stay here. I didn't make tomato soup, but I had tomato soup and grilled cheese, so it was great. Nice. Yeah, I love the weekends. When Did I don't you do have any trick or treaters on Monday? Only a few. Yeah. I bought so much candy. Oh my god. Only a few. I have like so much candy left that I packed it up for next year because it's not gonna go bad, mm. right? So it's gonna be there for next year because I don't want to eat all of it. I actually yeah, got a good candy that's too. Smart, actually. Yeah. Did you get trick or treaters? Yes, I yeah. got I got quite a quite a few. Okay. Um, and it was it was a lot of fun because um, I I like didn't I didn't expect I didn't know what I was expecting. I we've never like done it before. Yeah. Uh, or I personally have never done. Oh, it Oh, this before. was your first time ever, ever. Well, I mean, yeah, kind of. Like the first time living in our own house, like yeah. in our own neighborhood, and yeah. like seeing what happens. And <laughs> we had a lot of a pe- lot of kids like drive from like their neighborhood to our neighborhood. Yeah, just park because, there. Because and... yeah, it's like around like you know the cemetery area. Yeah. Like there's a lot of like just like apartment complexes or like assisted living Mm -hmm. so they so they were like driving around and like they just came in and they were like so polite oh they like each took like one one candy out of the bowl and i was like you can you You can take more more." that's funny i'm not big (laughs) on like i'm not big on a trick-on-treating i will put a bowl outside I was like, just take it. And last year, um, I ran out of candy. Like, there was so many nice. people came to a point where, like, this one kid, like, took the bowl and threw it in the main, whatever. <laughs> I picked the bowl up. But this year, like, I didn't have anybody. Like, only I think only one or two people Aww. came. And I don't know. I don't know what happened this year. I don't know if there were not that many kids around. It was just a little bit different. Um, but, yeah. I curious to know if all of you guys did trick-or-treating the late night dancers still feel the best halloween is simple face paint door knock and trick-or-treat with the kids it Mm -hmm. is i think face paint i've gotten like we've gotten so much face paint paint, so we've been used to it it's so much fun i don't know if you guys saw me but for the normies halloween party and we also had like a housewarming party here for the studio i i painted my face to be palpatine I have pictures on my Instagram and on my Twitter if you want to see it. And we have a video on TikTok. I thought it was pretty legit. It was. It was pretty good. (laughs) She did a pretty good job and she was so fast at it. I was like, what the hell? I was like so quick to like put on a whole face makeup. Um, But yeah, it was great. We watched all the Halloween movies. So we are good. We are on top. All right, guys. I think 
I have I have notes. I'm so happy. Like it took I went through like a whole a whole <laughs> like paying this out, but it took me a minute. Like I think the first question I'm I just want to ask. <laughs> fine it'll be curious i think this is gonna be an open discussion i'm just curious to see what everybody in the chat thinks as well and there's a lot of information i found online that i'm not sure if i agree with all of it fully Mm -hmm. um so we'll see how that goes but first question i want to ask do you guys have any worst dating stories um i actually went online and just looked up the worst dating stories and i kept reading the worst dating stories right it just kept getting bad there were some people was so bad um, I haven't had personally back there. I have five. Oh, I have five. <laughs> oh my god, that's insane. I don't like. I had to like rethink. I really had to go through Ooh. all my dates because I don't think I had like horrible stories. Hello, mm. Andy, number fifteen, first time chatter. Hello, hello. Thank you. Um, I think the worst one I had was there was a one time I waited an hour. <gasps> for my date absolutely not um and the only reason i waited for an hour because we were in a relationship otherwise i would have <laughs> left um so i think that was like one of my worst ones um and it was just if i wasn't if it was my first date then we all fuck it i'm gone after 10 oh, minutes yeah. mm-hmm. but it was like i was in a relationship and i kept getting messages like i'm oh, five minutes away 10 minutes away 15 minutes away oh Next my thing god you know, i hate that i was so annoyed it was like i could have done so, so much, much. So much. Like, Ugh. I could have literally, I was on mass. I was like, I could have parked and gone to like a store next door and like so much. Um, so I was so annoyed because like time is really That's precious wild. for me. And yeah. so, like, don't look at a time. I was like, it's an hour. Like, at this point. And we were going to meet before we were meeting friends. So mm-hmm. we were going to meet an hour before just for a drink. So, like, I, so I couldn't even leave. It wasn't like, oh, I'm just gone. It's like, I have to be here to meet my friends and you were meeting me. And just like, yeah, that was one of them. So, Brakteer, I tried them like sitcom episodes. The one with the meth addict. Mm-hmm. The one with the kid who brought with her she and never talked me about the one with the Dine and Dasher. Dine and Dasher? No. Dude. No. That's insane. No. <laughs> Obi mm-hmm. meow. Nah, if they can't appreciate your time, they aren't worth it. Trust me. I know. Yes. I know. I hate when like just, yeah. Damn, Brakteer, that's like a Friends episode. The one with the meth addict. Um, I watched that. You have to come with the worst dating story. Um, I'm going to let you think of another one, if you can think. The- I, don't, I don't... I'm trying to think of, like... The worst. I yes. haven't... I, I guess the thing is, like, I haven't really gone on dates, per se. Fair enough. Like, I would just meet somebody, like, in school, at work, or just, like, at a bar or something, and it would just... Evolved. And they will show up. It would go somewhere. It would go nowhere. I haven't. Nobody like actually walked <laughs> like, out on you in like a bathroom. They went to bathroom and like never came back. No. Or something like that. No. Yeah. I, I and think... I haven't really like. I think I went on a like. I guess like I went on a date with Chris mm-hmm. because we met on a, like a, a dating app, but before then, I was no. just kind of living life. I was very. I didn't really care about being single <laughs> at all. I was like, hey, something, someone comes around and is nice. Maybe we can have some fun. But, you know, oh I was just kind of like. Eh. Hey, Pilar. Thank you for joining. <clears throat> Hello, lady. Oh, Pilar. Hi. Hi. Yeah, she said a few minutes, but dying to hear your dating stories. I, <laughs> dude, I, 
like, dating is weird. I'm still dating, and I think it's a matter of time when you date often that some of the dates are gonna be just weird. I hate um, dating. I dating think is that's awful. The, like the main reason why I've done so little of it. Yeah, it's awful. I'm bad it's at worse. it, and I hate it, and I have no patience for it. Yeah, embarrassing kisses. That's the worst one. There was a one where like <laughs> I, I went on a date with this girl and I kissed her, and she got so awkward. Like, so awkward. I've never had, like, an awkward oh, kiss. No. Like, she, like, froze. Oh. I was like, oh. Um, this is a second date. <laughs> I assumed this would be okay. Oh, okay. Because we forgot about that part. I guess yeah. I, I just I just realized. Uh, I just remembered one of my, like, bad dates, I guess. There you go. Um, <laughs> it was also with, with a girl. Yeah. Um, but it was... So, the expectations were just not... Clarified, I guess, because I showed up at the date. Well, first of all, there was another date that I showed up at, and yeah. that date was like the same time thing where they were like, "Oh, I'm gonna be ten minutes late," and then I waited for like fifteen minutes. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm still like putting my kid to bed, and I'm like, "Okay, I'm leaving." Yeah, like, what the fuck? You know? What so I mean? you haven't even left the home. <laughs> yeah, yet. like you haven't even left the house yet. And oh she, my god, she lived like thirty minutes away, and I was like, "Why did you tell me you were fifteen minutes when you were still at home with your fucking kid?" I hate kid? that. Yeah, just be realistic. If um, you're gonna be forty five minutes late, that's fine. Let me know. I won't leave the house. I know. Seriously. Wait. So yeah, I was just like, okay, that's not gonna happen ever. Mm-hmm. Like those are worse. This is the last lead. I'm not gonna. I'm just. Fifteen minutes is on. the grace period. Yeah. I will give somebody. Yeah, but the other one, um, she actually showed up, but um, then, like, immediately started talking about certain things I didn't know she wanted, and I'm oh. like, oh, well, I'm not here for that. So, <laughs> did you guys? Do you guys usually? And I think that's a good question for everybody else. How much do you talk on a text message before you meet somebody? Uh, because sometimes it's one of those things like, oh, if we had talked about a text message, I wouldn't have wasted this time. And sometimes like it's better to just get off and just meet in person and figure it out. Mm-hmm. I think it's like a just weird balance um, there. Well, so. I I feel like you know how there's like the meme like this could have been an email. Yeah, like that's that's where I'm at. Like I don't need to meet this person if our expectations don't align. And I yeah. feel like that's something that could have been clarified. Through a text message. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have wasted my time getting ready and leaving out and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, Riesh 12. My worst one was when the guy was checking out another girl hole on the date. Never went on second one with him. Good for you. That's <laughs> awful. <laughs> That's so That's crazy. Awful. <laughs> oh, oh my god. god. Brooke dear, I think I can form a strong connection texting. Also during the pandemic, which is still ongoing. It makes sense to really get to know someone that yes, way. Yes, I agree. Uh, for sure. I, yeah, I I think I have like <clears throat> solid few questions that I will ask because mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I think you're um, a yeah. person that I can meet up. And I think that more. also for anybody who's like, has like um, social anxiety, I think that texting is a good way, good like entryway into like getting to know someone in a very like low stakes environment yeah and then also because i do have this problem and i feel like when i text with someone and like we have at least some common background at that point yeah then when we meet in person we can just kind of naturally follow up on the conversation we had Mm -hmm. in text yeah the worst is i think i've had a few not worse it's a conversation where my profile will say exactly what I'm looking for, right? And there was a time where I was only looking for casual because I was traveling. It's like, that's it. And even then, I will make it very clear at the very beginning. Like, hey, this is what I'm looking for. Just want to make sure the expectations are set. And now it's a little bit changed. And 
what comes down to like when you're talking to somebody they're like oh i wasn't sure like i was looking like i was just looking for a casual or they will start with like oh i'm just you know meeting and see where it goes and then they change to casual like what the fuck are we doing like don't i was very clear like i'm always always very clear like to stick with it while shot with the one date i was waiting 20 minutes outside of fair entrance i was about to leave until she finally showed up after we went in we walked around for a few and then she kept trying to get me to buy her literally everything then she got upset with me because i didn't buy her the world on the first date which annoyed me a little bit uh yeah that's no yeah no absolutely not it's just weird i'm weird with money like if somebody like buy me a dinner i'm always like okay first of all and then we're gonna have drinks that i can pay for so we kind of like equal setting even if yeah. it's fine like you paid a little bit more for drink for dinner but no i don't i'm always weird when people are just okay with somebody buying yeah. them things i think i think that's a really touchy uh thing that maybe could be like the expectation could be clarified in text because i feel like it makes the end of a date always so awkward Mm -hmm. when because there's like a lot of ego attached to it right from both ends like the guy feels entitled to To pay pay. to impress Mm -hmm. and pay but as a girl i also have had this experience where i let someone pay for my meal even though i you know i offered that we can just go dutch or something yeah um the guy wanted to pay and i was like okay you want to pay that's pay yeah. i don't care yeah. you know what i mean yeah. but then like that created the expectations in the guy's head that like he's paying that like now he, he has like some kind of dominion over me that, oh, like i expect something yeah mm. and i hate and, and that happened once and since then i don't i didn't let men pay for my food interesting because i was just like you're not buying me and like i that then I think that they're, they're just like if if there was like conversation in text like yeah. how do you feel about like paying for yeah it's it's just really weird that's weird I've never had that conversation in a text message um that's funny because I think that is also just a society norm kind of not norm but like given not given also but just assume that if somebody pay for it there's something in return and I think we are at a point where that's not really true anymore. So I've never have come into experience where if a guy paid for it, I always offer to pay. Um, yeah. Like I always, and I'll make sure. Like, are you okay? Are you sure? Uh, there's been few times where we split it and we kind of knew that it was just not going to like split it. That's perfectly fine with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've never had experience where like somebody expected something afterwards. I don't um, know if, so that was like in Czech Republic. Okay. And I don't know if that's just like an assumption there. But I think it's an assumption here too, but I think it's gone better. I think it's an assumption that media tells you, but it's not Mm. really necessarily true. It's kind of like, and but like when I was younger, it it made me feel that I owe this person something as well. And I don't know, I don't really know, I can't pinpoint like what made me think that way, but yeah, there's like a few times that I like went out with someone and then like I didn't really want to like kiss them goodbye or anything, but then I was just like, all right, let's get it done. <laughs> yeah. Let's just so I can go inside. I will never text it. you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. There was a one time. It was really nice. The guy asked me if they could kiss me. Um, super sweet. That should be always. Like, yes. super, super Ask. sweet. But my answer was no, because I don't think it was going to no. be anything. And I didn't want to give the option. Like, especially when he asked me. Yeah. And for me to say yes, and then, like, never text a person back. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm glad that you asked. I appreciate it. 
but no, like I can't because I don't see it going any more. And he was truly understandable, like understood. So it was really good. Um, I think one of my worst dating that I completely forgot about it was I actually got stood up one time. Um, oh my god! I know. I went to. Uh, we were gonna meet at a bar, not bar, like a hotel bar, and he never showed up. I was like, okay, this is weird. I had a drink because it was a long day after mm. work, and then I ended up making friends because there was like these three group of ladies who were having uh, the night out mm-hmm. um so it was super fun so i like ended up talking to them and they were like you should come out here and blah blah like it was like okay yeah sure but i had such a long day it's like no i'm gonna go home um Aww. i still have the number and they're like you should come out like they have a younger daughter who was trying to like <laughs> where do you all the young people hang out i was like everywhere <laughs> Like, I don't That's know. Hilarious. Like, it was like, so I just like hanging out with them and they're like, it was super cool. They bought me a drink. Like we had appetizers and all that. I was like, okay, I guess this turned out really well. But like, and so I blocked in my head until like I was reading all that. I was like, That's the worst. But, um, Pillar just shared a good strategy, I think. She yeah. says the paying thing is such a complicated thing for me. So I try not to go to a proper dinner or lunch as a first or second time date. And I go for coffee or drinks so I can buy a second round in case he gets the first round very good that's really good very good and i think um that kind of also lifts the expectation of because it's also unfair for the guys to be paying all the time and food is so expensive now sometimes like two people meal can turn like 80 hundred dollars depending on what you're getting so i think coffee and a drink is a very good idea Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i like that and also you're meeting in the day like always good (laughs) yeah and then if it goes well then you can always like if it goes really well i've had those like i've had like drinks and it goes really well like let's go get food Mm -hmm. and then you it it can become a whole thing otherwise it's a drink it's one off we're done we're never talking again let's go yeah um here i hate going to dinner on a first date going for coffee is fast casual you can either do more activities after and the date right there if people aren't feeling it Mm -hmm. for sure yeah for sure um brooke i met jess on tinder hey tinder is still cool yeah pillar got stood up uh, who the fuck i'm gonna kill him dude seriously by a guy who clearly was interested first wow same it makes no sense it was like what, what just happened and i'm like did and it was like okay did you just see and you left like i don't know what's happening here um but yeah he better have broken all of his fingers so he could have text you back yes exactly um watch dog i like to go somewhere fun or chill on a first date yes fun mm-hmm. and chill is always fun i'm trying to do more like adventures like let's go like to a festival activity, activity. Mm-hmm. yeah there was like a harvest nights happening or yeah. a museum or there's so much fall activities happening it's like let's go do this together right. um and then figure out how it goes mm-hmm. um all right my favorite topic um so some of you guys may know this is not out on Patreon yet, but we have been watching Fuckboy Island, <laughs> one of the really good trash TV. Also, you need to watch Love Is Blind season three. It's insane, <laughs> insane. Should we just react to Me it? and Spencer, and we should watch it. Me, Spencer, and Spidey <laughs> were talking about it yesterday because half of the seasons out, half the season coming out today. Dude, people are crazy. <laughs> um, but we've been watching um, Fuckboy Island, and I think one question that came up was like. What is considered to be fuckboy? Like, what is the list of people of fuckboys? So, I went down the rabbit hole to figure out what the fuckboys are and um, realized some of them is stuff that I do. So, I don't know. I'm maybe <laughs> one of them. <laughs> I was like, is this me that they're describing? And I was like, maybe this is why I'm here. Uh, 
So that is so funny. It's just well, let's get to the fuckboy signs. And before I, we do, I just want to uh, pillar saying it was so sad. I literally cried. I oh. felt so dumb. Then he texted saying that his feet hurt because it was too hot outside. <laughs> what a what? fucking asshole! Was he a dog that his feet like he didn't have shoes? Like my feet hurt because it's too hot oh outside. My God. Oh I'm my so sorry. god! That's so bad. I, this guy, this guy is clearly a fuckboy, and you dodged a bullet. Yes, you did. You dodged a bullet. Like, can you imagine going somewhere hot because he couldn't walk with his feet hurt? Got and that. now... Well, um, Hero FPS, thank you so much for subscribing. Oh, yes, um, thank you. Before, I just want to... Okay, couple definitions of what the fuckboy is. What is uh, from Urban Dictionary, and let me know if you agree or not. <laughs> a guy who will tell a girl anything to get them to hook up with them. A complete mm. jerk who flirts with multiple, multiple girls at a time and makes them mm. all believe they're individually special. Yes. So, fuckboy was originally described a lame fake guy. It wasn't until around 2015 when Vanity Fair and a whole slew of white writers decided to give the meaning you might be more familiar with, the womanizer. So fuckboy mm. is essentially a womanizer. Okay. Um, so fuckboy or fuckboy is... Fuckboy or fuckboy? It's just depending on how to spell it. We're strictly into sexual relationships. Now, that part isn't a bad thing. However, the difference between a guy who wants casual sex and a fuckboy is that this particular specimen doesn't tell you what they want. Instead, they lead you on, making you think that you will be able to have something more <laughs> with them just so they can continue having sex with you. Mm-hmm. I will I say like... I have not done that ever, but there are some things that I have done. <laughs> <laughs> I will let the other person know if I'm just looking for I casual. Like, I like Brechter's definition. Fuckboys are dudes that pretend to have emotional depth but are just vapid, empty vessels of fuckery. Yes. <laughs> it's so funny. Like watching Fuckboy Island where people are like, we have fuckboys. It's like, dude, what? Who self-proclaims themselves that way? But mm-hmm. okay, I guess. I mean, at least you're being honest with yourself. At least you know, exactly. I respect that. At least you're not finding out while you're um, reading it, like, maybe it's me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Am I the fuck? Am I All right, the So fuck what boy? makes you think that you are a fuckboy? No. Okay, we're gonna go the list of red flags um, and go from there. So the first one was, like, always busy as hell. You are always I busy. Am. But you're not lying about it. Sometimes I do use it as an excuse, and sometimes I don't. <laughs> sometimes I am busy, and sometimes like I will see a text message. It's like, ah, I'm too busy to respond to this text message, and the whole day will go. It's like, I'm sorry, I was oh, too no. busy. No, I've I mean, done that. I, I do. Um, so that's been horrible. Brakti is like, mm-hmm. you're saying all the right things, but you're doing all the wrong things. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Pilar, do you girls think that you can be honest with F boys? Or being an F boy relates to manipulation. Um, I, I think F boy is manipulator. Like I yeah. do, and we'll go on some things. Yeah. Like I think some things I do, but like it just, I am very clear. I'm like, hey, this you're an ethical fuck boy. I'm an ethical fuck boy. <laughs> I'm an ethical non monogamous person, <laughs> and my profile will sometimes say that I'm ethical non monogamous. <laughs> you know what you're signing up for. I'm not hiding it for you. Hmm. Um, but yeah, all right. The next one is refuse to put a label on it. I think that's I don't do that, but I think that's a red flag. Mm-hmm. Um, if you keep dating Absolutely. them and they're like, no, they won't. <laughs> Ethical love to hear. <laughs> um, the next one lies. Yep, they will lie about everything. <laughs> they will lie about where it's been or where she's been, where it's going, who's mm-hmm. with. And guys, I don't. I haven't found a word for a f- girl. What girl? I, I think that's like a definition of it, and I think that's gonna be a question for you guys as well. What is 
the equivalent of girls because I have taken the pronouns out of this because I think both can be applied to both genders. Mm-hmm. Um, and somebody asked the question, what are the red flags to watch out from the girls? It's essentially the same red flags to watch out from the guys. Yes. They both do the same shit. Um, they we are girls. fully capable of doing the same shit. Yes, we are. <laughs> we exactly are. Equality. <laughs> Equality. Feminism. <laughs> Um, oh, wash dog. All this talk about fuck boys make me feel bad for my gender. Don't no, wash dog. No. It's for both. So that's what I'm gonna try to well, like. It uh, originated as a fuck boy for a reason. Yeah. Let's be honest. But it's both. That sides. doesn't mean that both sides aren't doing the same mm. shit. They are. They are. <laughs> uh, weird about their phone. Yes. If you are really weird, do not let them check their phone. Which is, I mean, I don't. Have you ever gone through somebody's phone? Ever need to? I never needed to go through somebody's phone. <sighs> I had people go through my phone and I found it infuriating and I... Even if there's nothing to hide? Yeah. 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 Just be like, trust that person? Yeah. Fair enough. Um, I I mean, yeah. I mean, multiple times people went through my phone and they found nothing. Or they made like something very innocent look like something. You know what I mean? Like, this is a friend or something. Like, I I can't have friends. Like, at that point, you're entering the field of manipulation Mm. and you're trying to... Like, that was the relationship that I was in, where I was just being isolated, slowly, oh my God. one by one. And, yeah, and, like, it started by just, like, taking my phone from me and just, like, they going through it. They took the phone away yeah. from you? No, no, no. Like, I had my phone, but, like, they would just, like, look at it sometimes. And oh, I'm like, God. what are you doing? Like, yeah. It's my fucking phone. Were you able to look at their phone, or they were like, no? Or did you ever ask? Yeah, no, I asked, and I looked through their phone. There was nothing. Mm. And I'm like, I mean, yeah, but, like, I don't need... That I think no if I to. wanted to find something, I would find it. That's the thing. Yeah. And that's, that was their mindset as well. No, makes sense. And I didn't really give a shit. Like, I trusted this person. Yeah. And so I am very, very particular about phone privacy. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I have nothing to hide, but I absolutely hate when Chris is... Like, if Chris is, like, is just, like, sliding into my DMs or something, I'm like, yeah. what are you looking for? I know. What are you looking for? Yeah. <laughs> And, and that's where the trust issue comes in. Yeah. And a watchdog, you said a really good thing. A phone is a person's diary and trust like that takes time. Yeah, like I have nothing to hide, but for somebody to like look through my diary, it's like, why? Like, mm-hmm. I don't want you to be looking through my diary. <laughs> Just trust me that yeah. I have nothing. Um, um, yeah, <laughs> watchdog, do, you, do I trust Chris with my phone? Yeah. I mean, and, and we've, we've been together for s- seven years. Damn. Wow. And I... We've we've been through all of this already. <laughs> oh, so you went through everything. So yeah. we, yeah. I mean, there were there were a few times where I, I was upset because you know he would just like look through my phone. But yeah. we're past that now. Fair enough. I would, I would. There was there was one time that I felt like I had a reason to look at his phone, and I asked if I can. Yeah. Like I I didn't just grab his phone without you really asked knowing. him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, yeah, phone is kind of a weird thing. I've never had anybody go through my phone, thankfully, and I never had to go through somebody's phone. If I ever, I feel like if I ever in a place where I feel like I need to go through somebody's phone, I have to even ask for it. It's just, there's so many things I have to question. <laughs> like, why? Why am I here to this point to do this? Yeah, um, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It's like, if you're at a point where you have to, where you, you have to go through your partner's phone. There's something already missing in your relationship. Exactly. That's like very important. Yeah. 
Um, the next one is he won't introduce you to their friends or loved ones. That's yeah. true. I never actually, um, I been talking to this guy and I'm not dating this guy. Um, and we knew, like, I think we started off and then it, I clearly knew that he wanted something casual and we stuck with it. And like reading all this, like, oh yeah, you're clearly a fuck boy. And I already kind of knew, but now I have a name on it. So like, I will just keep it to casual. Don't need to pretend anything more than that. Yeah, um, but like, yeah, I mean, I feel like you can have casual relationships yeah. or have like connections with people where you just like meet for a specific purpose. Mm-hmm. And, and then you're aware of it. Yeah. It's fine. As long as both of you know what this is about and nobody has like hurt feelings over it or, you know, expectations that are never going to be met by the other person. Yeah. I mean, that's perfectly fine. I don't think that that would make you a fuckboy. What makes you a fuckboy is if you Hiding tell them it. you love them and you're going to get married and have hundreds of children, but you have a wife or yeah. you, you're like have Dude. other girlfriend or you're like, I don't know, like something about you very important to your person that this person doesn't know. I was reading. So I was reading worst dating stories, right? Because of this. So I started reading all the blogs. Oh, there was no. one really bad uh, story where this guy went on a date and they were on a movie and they came out and she got a text message and she looked devastated and she said that her fiance got in a motorcycle accident. I was like, and they had been seeing each other for a little bit. So like, wait a minute. Not only she was seeing somebody else, they're engaged. Like, what the hell? Some of them are really, some stories out there are really bad. Thankfully, my stories are not that bad, but um, it could. But both men see you. Thank you so much for subscribing. Um, Thank you. Yeah, a fuckboy equal treats you like you are disposable. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, the other ones is he says things like, let me know when you're free rather than proposing an actual time and place. I hate that bullshit. I hate it. It's like, oh, let's get together. When? Mm-hmm. Tell me when. I'll go from there. Or, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm be fully honest. I do that with friends sometimes. Oh, yeah. Because I, I'm, I don't know. Sometimes I'm just like, you know, the bull. It usually happens when I've tried before and and it at this point anywhere. I feel like ball is in your court. Let me know when you're free because yeah. you know, I've extended myself and nothing happened. Nothing happened. So yeah. why don't you let me know when you're free? Because I'm done. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've done that in relationship too because um not on like on purpose. Like we I've been the one initiating and then I'll be like, Okay, tell me when you're free mm-hmm. and we'll hang out then. And then something doesn't come. It's like, okay, yep, that clearly tells that tells me what I need to know. And this mm-hmm. is it. Um, DJ Degenerate, I like going with the flow rather than being upset when plans don't go through. Yeah. Fair. Yeah, same. Yeah. Same. But yes, only so many times, right? Like, if you keep, if it's a repetitive occurrence, yeah. like, better have really good Yeah. Reason. So that's why I think maybe this, this like, fuckboy red flag, maybe with a grain of salt yeah like that's not like a definitive you're Mm-mm. a fuckboy no because sometimes people are just beaten to yeah. to the point where they just don't want to make plans because well they're like st- being stood up or you know like or just, that will that will turn you into a person yeah or just having a busy week <clears throat> like you just had so many yeah. it was like i just don't know my week is just when I was working on my previous consulting job, like I was working Pacific Standard Time, so different time zone. So I would be working till eight. 
some days I can get off at six. So it's like, I don't know. I don't know what my schedule is. So I don't know when I can like create times and the person wouldn't be available on weekends. Like this is it. I guess we're just not going to hang out. Um, this one I do agree with. The person will disappear for days without you hearing from them. And when they finally resurface, this offer no explanation. Like it's perfectly normal. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. It's like no answer. It was like, okay, yeah, now you're back <laughs> for sex. All right, cool. Great. <laughs> Go from there. Um, so what are the other, there weren't that many, um, like all the things that they were posting about the fuck boy. And it's like, it could go either or, yeah. um, I don't think there is a clear signs that will tell you what they are beside you just reading between the lines of what they're telling you. Um, mm, yeah. Or just check their, ask for that about their past relationships. I think that's been very helpful. Yeah. Should we talk about what people should ask on the first date? Oh yeah. What should they ask on the first date? I think the first one they should really ask is like, what question not first question like one of the questions that i do ask is like what are you what are, what are you here for like what are you looking essentially mm-hmm. uh like after we have a conversation obviously can't be the first question like hey how are you <laughs> what are you here for uh just like asking just like in general like hey um yeah so what are you looking so i know what the expectations are how do mm-hmm. we need to make plans moving forward um those are one of the things i ask <laughs> Uh, Watchdog disagrees with you and says uh, that asking about past relationship is a big red flag. Is it really? Do you think so? I don't, How come? I don't think so. Like, I would. If it comes up naturally, I will ask them, like, um, hey, so when was your past relationship? Not exactly, like, when was your past relationship and what happened kind of thing. Mm, um, not without going super detailed. Yeah, I mean, I, I see how it could go wrong. Because, you know, if someone has, like, a very traumatic relationship past, they maybe don't want to open up about it on the first date. You know what I mean? Like, Fair. maybe it's too personal. Um, and that totally makes sense. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> I wouldn't ask them to open up. I think that my question have been like, hey, when was your past, like, when was the last time you were in a relationship? Mm-hmm. So was it like a week ago? Obviously, that will tell me, like, you're not ready. Or was it a year ago? That will also help me to, like, you know, I have people come later on it was like oh i like broke up a week ago i'm not ready for it like well this would have been a great information to know mm-hmm. beforehand but oh they could also use it as an excuse so who knows but yeah yeah well i mean um speaking of fuckboy island the show that will be on patreon soon <laughs> we are um like that's just one of the questions that they are asking the, the guys yeah um but I think that specifically within the context of like they know that they're either fuck bo- that they're possibly fuckboys. Mm. And I don't know if that is how people should be <clears throat> approaching dating in general. Fair enough. Like I don't think you should be approaching meeting someone with the negative assumption that they are a probably a fuckboy. Fair enough. Yeah. And I see Surge in the chat as well also agreeing with Washdog. I guess this is a learning moment for me, so uh, maybe that's a question I will remove from my roster to ask. <laughs> Who then is it? And just keep them there. Oh, so what are your strengths and weaknesses? Okay, mm. yeah, I guess that's a good question. That's like interview. What Pepe, are your please. strengths? <laughs> Pepe, please. <laughs> what was the time you went above and beyond? Um, Fair. <laughs> I, hmm, what are good questions to ask on the first date? I think that the expectations, like what are you... You know what are you looking for yeah right now like where are you at mentally fair is, yeah is a very good question um and again i feel like that's something that could be answered in text yeah true <laughs> um which could lead into further questions 
you know, uh, that maybe you can discuss in person. Um, I would, I definitely, when I meet someone new, I want to know, um, like, the general, like, statistics. Yeah. Like, how old are you? Um, where are you from? Have you always, like, you know, have you, like, lived in different places? Or, you know, are you settled here? Yeah. Um, like, things like that. And, like, what's your job? Yeah, what's like, your job? Things. Yeah, in general. That's always a question. Like, yeah, what are you doing? Um, what are you doing when you're not hanging out? Like, or just just general like mm -hmm. wh what are you doing what are your job and um i think the other question is just in general like i want to know if they living their <laughs> life like have motivation to do things mm -hmm. um but there's somebody else like can they ask somebody what their body count is never mm -hmm. never no. ever ask that question unless you are dating for several years mm -hmm. even then only ask question if you're ready to hear the answer um, if you are not going to be okay with the answer, don't I, ask that I don't question. understand the point of the question. I don't know. I don't it could understand. come up. No, but I don't get it. Like, what do you gain? What knowledge do you gain knowing if they had sex with 10 people before you or two or 20? Maybe what they had sex with one person make? and then that will tell me, it's like, okay, you are very inexperienced. That would help <laughs> me understand, like, I need to walk you through on some things and then just give me okay. a benefit doubt. It's like, that's fine. We'll learn it together I, instead of something like, I fucked 100 people. Like, all right, you should be expert at this. <laughs> well, what are you doing? Well, I don't know, because I, maybe, you know, he fucked a hundred people in the same way. And that's why they never stick around for the second time. That's true. <laughs> then it will tell me, it's like, you really need a feedback. <laughs> you need a feedback um, session. I don't know. I don't but, think. Yeah, you're right. Like that doesn't tell you anything. I've never asked that question. Um, I just think it's not. You don't need to know the answer to that at all. Um, unless the person is virgin, then like, yeah. I need to know um, nothing wrong with it. Then I just need to know what to expect, right? Like need to go slower, need to have some more time. Just yeah. there needs to be more talking involved. But um, I think like, I, I think that the, your reason for asking may be valid is in like, I've never asked. Let me just, I've never asked this question to yeah, ever and I will never ask this I just question. think that the main reason why anybody would ask this is to judge. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like to judge, like, um, you know, are you promiscuous or not? Yeah. And then that is none of anybody's business, especially someone you met for the first time. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, also, so I also have like deal breakers, list of deal breakers. And I think this Ooh. might be some of the questions that may come up mm -hmm. uh, because we all have deal breakers. And I think one of the things that came up, um, I have deal breakers, but I didn't realize what they are until like, you know, when you go through a life, it's like, okay, oh, yeah, this is something that I'm not okay with. Mm. Um, so when I was, so I think one good thing about asking questions, you need to know about yourself. You need to know what you are willing to stand and not mm -hmm. do. Well, uh, I think, hold on, let me just read Brechter's question because I think it's kind of related to that. He says, I've been turned down in the past when they find out I'm not Caucasian. Are racial preferences borderline racist? Think yes. We had a conversation on this, right? Did we? Um, I think it, it was because you said yes, the borderline preferences, because we had talked about that. And I think it came I up to like maybe if somebody's um, could be just type, uh, yeah. you know, like, and I don't 
it, it's weird. I um, think it is, but at the same time, if somebody prefers, like, I've dated every kind, like every, every race, every race, <laughs> every gender, and whatever. Um, <laughs> and I've realized that I don't really have a preference. It's just a matter of how the conversation go and how. Like, if somebody, if you can have a really good conversation hangout, I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do know people have preferences. I know it's, like, you know, some people just only date within their race. They have, they don't want to date anything outside of it. Then is that racist or is that just their type? Um, I think there's a lot of nuances to it mm-hmm. where, like, for example, if you are religious you want maybe to find a person that also is like equally religious yeah. or within the same and that's often tied to ethnicity or race mm-hmm. um so i think i don't feel that is racist at all mm-hmm. <laughs> but if you are like actively like avoiding like not even looking at certain people certain race as like dating material just because they look different they look different then there seems to be like some kind of racial undertone yeah in there yeah it's yeah it really uh, in my head i think it depends it really does depend like i know a lot of brown people who would only date brown people and i think that could be also underlying because that's the only people their parents will accept them yeah um it's or they will date white guys, but then they will go back to when it's time to get married to find a brown person because it's like, oh, that's the person that their parents um, will accept. I don't know. Also, I don't know. I feel attacked by a conversation about fries. I don't put ketchup in a separate thing because it's waste of plastic. The deal and I breaker. feel like that's a valid reason. I'm like- saving the environment one plastic cup at a time. It's a surge put it out. His deal breaker is when somebody put ketchup on top of the judged. fries um, and i don't appreciate mickey it. does that too he puts it on the fries you put it on the fries i had no idea i generally don't even just put anything on my yeah fries. i don't do if uh, it's good but, fries you don't need anything yeah exactly yeah. but if if i want ketchup i'll just like go to the thing with the fry tray and just like yeah and then go back no for that. sure um or i will create like i will like move the fries and then i will just like create a splatter it in there uh, so I can dip it. But yeah, if you're just like, these little plastic shits are pointless. Oh yeah, you don't need a separate thing. Just put it on the same plate. Just on uh, the side. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So some of the deal breakers, just a definition of it, is it can be a behavior, value, and or characteristics of a potential long-term partner that you fundamentally disagree with. You're just not okay with it. Deal breakers are useful tools to prevent potential unhealthy behaviors, unbalanced relationship roles, or potential dangerous situation in your relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think deal breaker is really, really good conversations to have, really good, yes. important conversation to have, not a conversation to have on your first date, um, maybe mm-hmm. depending on the deal breaker, uh, but something uh, to open up. But on. I also feel like the deal breakers are the things that a fuckboy would lie about. True, too. So I think it's a matter of how you ask that question. Yeah. It's like, so the first one is, do you want kids or not? Don't say like, hey, I want kids. Do you want kids? And be like, do you want kids? Let's and go. Yeah. <laughs> Let them say the answer instead of them agreeing to what you want. And I think that's a really good way. Instead of being, me being like, I want kids. I want 10 of them. Do you want kids? And the fuck boy is like, yeah, yeah, I want 10 too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want 10 kids. Like, no. Um, 
the DJ Degenerate, I uh, literally had some friends of mine uh, that told my unprompted that they would have asked me to be a donor, but the one they baby to look like them. I got offended as fuck by that because it came out of nowhere and seemed unnecessary to say if I wasn't an option, why mention it? That is that's so awful. Weird. Yeah, why mention it? Like, if that wasn't the whole the whole thing, then why mention it at all? Mm. Um, weird. Yeah, that's I'm, odd. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I I don't know. That was really weird to do that. Um, but yeah. So what are your deal breakers? Do you have some? Ha. Well, I'm out of the dating world, so I never thought about this. <laughs> um. We can go down and see what we think about it, if they are or not. Yeah, let's Uh, let's go down the list. So the first one is wanting or not wanting kids. It's not a deal breaker for me. Uh, I personally don't really care for kids. But if somebody wants kids really badly, I'll be open to it. Mm. Uh, If somebody doesn't want kids, that's fine too. I don't care. Um, But Mm. um, it's something definitely something to talk about for sure. Um, Yeah, Mm, I, I am kind of the same way about kids. Where like, I kind of want kids, but you also, do want kids. The world is yeah, ending. Gross. Do I want to bring new life into this? This, I don't know. <laughs> I think the thing that I always fight with people when people are like not recycling or not taking care of anything, and oh, they want kids. Like you want kids, like take care of this. Then, like if you want kids. And I think that's out to everybody. If you all want kids, make sure you're taking care of the world they'll be living in. Exactly. Because that's, otherwise, do whatever. Yeah. Um, one of the pleasures of becoming a homeowner meant that I had to sign up to the Nextdoor app. Oh, yeah. And times. boy, oh, boy. <laughs> What's happening on your <sighs> next, next door app? So, first of all, when I got Nextdoor, I just posted like, hey, I'm new to the neighborhood. This is who I am, you know. Hoping to meet everyone soon. Got like four likes. And I'm like, okay, fine. That's cool. And then a week later, a week later, I shared uh, like, like a little like um, article, like informational article about what to do with leaves because I saw a lot of people like bagging leaves in my neighborhood. Yeah. I'm like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) So I, I found an article. I was like, what should you do with leaves? Because I also needed to know for my yard. Yeah. And I found that you should just like put them in like tiny piles around your yard and they'll just disintegrate and like they will help, um, you know, fertilize, fertilize the, yeah. your soil for the next year. And I'm like, yeah, that makes absolute sense. Like, why are people getting rid of this? This is actually like fertilizer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I did that and then I shared the article with like, hey, please consider doing this instead of bagging the leaves. Yeah. You know, bagging leaves is just like pointless. Oh, yeah, you're making you're friends. Just, you're, I-, I can totally see it. You're adding so much work to yourself. You know, you to don't do need all to that. be doing that. Yeah. And then literally, so like my first, like, hi, I'm Marquetta, and I see you. Four likes. This 50 comments, comments long thread of people yelling at each other. Of course. Of about course. bagging leaves. Of course. There you go. <laughs> and I was just like, what the fuck is happening? That's exactly, um, yeah. So I was just like, all right. I didn't realize that me posting um, an article about whether or not you should bag leaves is a political statement. And I'm not here to argue with people that I am yet to meet in person. Oh, yeah. If anybody wants to continue to bag leaves, at least consider buying these bags that are biodegradable. And I dropped the link and I just left. 
And Dude, I'm like, I'm fucking done. I can't believe you did that. Uh, but yeah, ooh, hype train. So cringe. Um, thank you so ooh, much for starting nice. the hype train. I love thank it. You. Um, but yeah, I'm surprised that you went went on there and posted. I've been living in my community for almost two years. I don't give a fuck about any of them. <laughs> I was like, it's oh, fine. I mean, like, I just like I. I've never even message anything right anywhere. i mean i, I, I don't, don't want to meet them. really care but i was just like well maybe if there's somebody have trains in have trains this is so it. funny if, cool. if like if there was anybody like you know like-minded like yeah me. and i did meet like a lot of people in in the in in that comments were kind of like yeah i agree with you like this is bullshit mm-hmm. or like someone from chicago was like yeah in chicago we used to do it this way blah 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 and like i don't understand why we can do it here so like there were a lot of people that i think like i i like stood my ground and i like expressed my values and i think that i actually made some connections but there's definitely way more people that are just like the suburban type for some reason still living in a city that are just like my grass (laughs) all right great topic we didn't go back back to the deal breakers (laughs) go from there i guess Um, my deal breakers but like my values are my deal breakers for dating especially like if if I just need, like, satisfaction. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. <laughs> then, you know, I don't really care. But if if I want to, like, date someone and be in a relationship, it is really important to me that, like, the person I'm dating has the same values as me. No, that's for sure. I think that's, like, a, one of the things. Like, if there's a very strong value and that you're not going to um, change, definitely it's something to, like, bring up in a conversation Um eventually avenger joan gamer asked uh, i live with my parents at an older age than most people but it's to focus my money on my business and same for house would you consider my situation a deal breaker no i don't think so um it's smart it, exactly and mm-hmm. i think that's where it comes down to the reasoning for you be staying at home it's because of that and you can show the output great if somebody just saying like they live at home but they're not saving anything like well then that's a problem then you're just moving off your parents mm-hmm. Um, then that would be a deal Fire breaker. Chief also has a good one. Uh, a deal breaker just experience was being open to new experiences. I show, uh, showed me how stubborn they can be without even trying. Even something so simple as new food or visiting new places was hard no for them. That yes. is definitely a deal breaker for me as well. Same. I love going to new restaurants all the time, trying mm-hmm. new things, mm-hmm. new food. I love new, like going to new countries, new cities, just like yes disappearing for a weekend yeah just to go somewhere new i love that yeah. and i don't understand i don't i the picky eater is a red flag for me same and i think one of the things is like there's a difference right like maybe somebody didn't have an experience to go try new things that's fine as long as they're open to trying it yeah but if somebody's like completely i'm not gonna try it or i'm not like only thing i eat is potatoes and burgers mm-hmm. no absolutely not it's a huge deal breaker if you order chicken fingers on our first date, we're not going on a second date. <laughs> Dude, I went on this date once and this guy had never had hummus before. Oh never my god! Never knew what hummus was. And <laughs> I was just baffled. Baffled because he had moved from, like, he wasn't brown, but he had moved from another country to Canada and Canada to here. It's like, you have traveled. Mm-hmm. How come you have never heard of hummus? Like, it's such a simple thing. So I ordered a hummus, because I was ordering hummus on an appetizer, and he had never had it. I was like, this is chickpeas, man. Just try it. Like, and obviously, we never went on a second date. But I was like, it's just odd to me that hummus is such a thing that everybody is just aware of. Because it's like, in American cuisine now, like, a hummus mm-hmm. is an appetizer. Mm-hmm. Um, but, 
Yeah. Back to you. I took someone out to a Pakistani barbecue place and she ordered a goddamn burger and fries. That was there was no second date. Stand your ground. Absolutely. Stand your no. ground. Like I hate it. Like <laughs> God, we are going somewhere else. Like yeah, if they eat pizza at the Chinese buffet, red flag, for sure. <laughs> All right, then a couple other yeah. Keep putting out your deal breakers. I love reading those. A few of them. Um, being needy or clingy is that a deal breaker for you? Depends on what kind of needy or clingy they are. I am okay with them as long as I'm not getting text message every five minutes and I haven't responded to them. I'm like, well, clearly I'll be busy. What are you doing? <laughs> like, why do you have this much time on your hand? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that might be a red flag. I don't know, though. Yeah. I, I've i never experienced someone being clingy to me, so I don't know. I don't know how that goes. Yeah, I haven't been... Like, I will... Uh, yeah, I've never had somebody being super clingy besides just being like super text messages. It's like, God, dude, like I clearly have like have. Also, I'm busy as hell. <laughs> Not an excuse, but also mm-hmm. can't be an excuse. So like, stop texting back. Um, um, how about different saving and spending habits? Is that a deal breaker? That's I'm sorry. That is so deep in a relationship that you should be able to have adult conversation about it. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be talking about your finances on your first date. No, I feel like that's a weird. But place. A, I don't think this is a first date, but when just a deal breaker in general, um, like is that, that a I deal mean, breaker? It, it could be. It could be. But maybe you but won't know. I feel like literally like that point you arrive at when you're discussing finances together is yeah. you're either moved in together you're getting married like you're deep yes at that point you need to be able to have that conversation and if that's a if that's like something that you're very particular about or really care about it's something you should have conversation you should introduce way ahead (laughs) fair finance is a big deal for me um also i think in general like when we go on a first date like we talked about before splitting the check like i want to make sure we even if we don't split the check like i have Either we go on a second date. Emotes are coming. Thank you. Yes, I love thank it. Thank you so much. Um, These are adorable. They are so cute. <laughs> um, but yeah, choo choo. <laughs> um, like either we go on a second. Like if I will like, I will have somebody pay for it if I know there's gonna be a second date, and then I pick up the check the second time. Mm-hmm. Or if I know there's not gonna go anywhere, then let's go for have a drink right immediately or something that I can pay for it. But in general, I think. I want somebody to at least have a job to be able to be paying for them. Like if they don't have a job um, or, you know, if they, they can't pay for their regular things, that's a huge deal breaker for me because I live my life not having a budget. I would love to not ever have a budget. That doesn't mean I'm going out and buying yachts. That's not happening. Mm-hmm. Like I live conservatively, but not be able to spend when I can. Mm-hmm. And if that's somebody the other person can't then having them on board also puts financial burden on me and i'm not sure if i'm okay with that um not a conversation i will have a first date but i will know if the person's not working on the first date it's like yeah yeah where that is um being bad at communication and lacking empathy for others absolutely a deal breaker being rude to wait wait staff service instant deal breaker yes makes no sense yeah like if you're being rude to a wait staff like fuck no Absolutely not. Um, the, that's a game plan. Land a girlfriend <laughs> with a good job that I can quit my job and live up. <laughs> I will hate you. I would hate it if that happened. I'm like, no, you're leaving. Yeah. Um, lack of aspirations. Yes, 
that's a deal breaker for me. Mm-hmm. Um, if somebody is not motivated, I had a few times like went on somebody who's like, oh, I don't, I don't care for work. I don't really like to work. I don't really care to do Nobody anything. Nobody likes to work. Nobody likes to, but like when they say like, oh, I don't really care. I'm working till I retire. I'm like, well, man, we're going to all suffer because you're going to hate what you're doing every day. You're going to make me hate what you're doing every day. You need to have hobbies. You need to have something else. Mm. Um, yeah. Like something. I want to be stay-at-home cat dad. <laughs> yes. Honestly, I feel that. We all do. I feel that deeply. Um, different social, political, religious beliefs. Yeah. Political yeah. beliefs, I think, is a deal breaker for me. Absolutely. And I think that goes back to your values as well. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I deal bre- I, polit- like Political, political beliefs, deal breaker for you guys. Um, or what about religious? I don't know if religious belief would be super deal breaker for me unless they're super, super, super religious. Yes. Like, yeah. to the extreme religious and they're not okay with me not being religious. Yeah. I think that would be a huge deal breaker. Me and Chris don't have the same belief system, but we have similar, like, values. values like, ethical values. I mean... His are probably stemming from religion and from his like family. Mine are coming from my family and enough. no religion. <laughs> so, I mean, but we are compatible. I think that one thing I would like to warn people about is trying to change people. Like not try to change people? Don't change people. Like, yeah. You should find somebody who you are either willing to respect as they are mm-hmm. or who you are happy like love them as they are yeah like if you were like well that's we can work on that later like don't 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 do that yeah that's that's hurtful and it's just gonna be a waste of time for both yeah i think that's like brooke to your don't date others to fix for yes. sure and don't expect yes. that like if somebody says uh like something right now don't assume that that person will change later no like you like what Kelly said, like if the person let's say the kids person doesn't want kids right now, love them who they are because they may change their values later on, but don't assume don't they push will. It. Don't, push, don't it. push it and don't assume they will because it may not happen. Mm-hmm. Um and that I've had that happen to me before and I find it very offensive. Um if somebody assumed that I will change. Like first of all, either you think that I'm lying right now or B you just assume that I change things willy-nilly. Um, it's like, no, like it may change, may change on my own experiences, but don't assume I will make it change because of you. Uh, we don't even know each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but Nick Rude 123 thank you so much for subscribing. Um, Brecht here, marriage makes sense in this messed up world from purely financial tax benefit. Agree. Totally agree. I totally agree. Yeah. That's where I am. Um, I mean, hmm. people are literally, like families are starting to like, live together as roommates in big houses because they can't afford it by themselves yeah it's it's scary it's scary stubbornness unwilling to compromise is that a deal breaker yes yes huge deal breaker you have to compromise man you have to well not everything but i think there should be open-mindedness to willing to listen Mm -hmm. and if you can't compromise with something then be like hey i will let you have this one and then there might be something else that you may have to let me on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you didn't compromise it, but at least you like agree. It's like, okay, yeah, one-on-one kind of thing. I sometimes feel like compromise is difficult for me. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes I feel like compromise enters into a territory where you are trying to change people. Or where 
nobody's happy. Mm. And I mean, how that's good for your relationship. That's true. So I feel like instead of a compromise, you should just try to talk about it until you can agree to something that and i i don't but not a comp compromise i don't i don't know i don't know if i have the words for this but just it's it's funny because i was watching <laughs> indian matchmaker have you seen that no um so indian matchmaker like one thing about the matchmaker is like she keeps saying compromise she keep she keeps saying no. it you gotta compromise but she only tells that to the woman that you gotta mm-hmm. compromise mm-hmm. and i think that's where i i like I'm not against compromising, but I'm against when only one person have to compromise yes. all the time because that means that person is letting go of their happiness, mm-hmm. what makes them happy to make the other person happy, mm-hmm. and that's okay if you are doing it equally all the time, like both parties at some point, but not like when one person's making it all the sacrifice because then it's not compromise. You're making sacrifices. Yeah. Like then that's yeah. not okay. Yeah, that's not a compromise, and that's I feel like usually what like compromise devolves into yeah that's why i'm just like very iffy about that yeah and i think somebody made a really good point like i think deal breakers really depends on a context and they do mm-hmm. and i think again like compromise it's not if i think yeah it would be deal breaker if somebody is not willing to even open their mind to compromise mm-hmm. period like that's just not okay we may never have to compromise because we all believe the same thing but there will always be something um, maybe we go on a vacation and that's compromise. Let's go have a brunch here and then we can have a dinner there, like depending on what you want to do. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Brooke here, I compromise just one in five cats. We settle on two. That's a great compromise. <laughs> <laughs> great compromise. I love that. Um, Brooke here, the GOP wants to take away the right to choose, erase trans and gay people a whole lot more. It's a pretty simple decision. Yeah. Polit- I think American politics is very black and white compared to the other country politics so again context matters um really matter like i don't think i will ever be able to date somebody who is very against abortion Uh, oh absolutely not if somebody (gasps) doesn't believe in women's rights like okay Mm. then you're saying that you don't believe in my rights and then that's it there's nothing going forward from there Um, um i also to me personally like i like the way conversation is going is kind of like it could be a deal breaker for me because mm-hmm. I was on this one date with a person and I like couldn't just I couldn't like get a con get them to like keep up with the conversation. Oh, okay. Like I usually am one who struggles. Yeah. Like I, I have social anxiety. So sometimes I'm just like, ah, oh, awkward silence. What are we going to talk about next? You know what I mean? Like I have those thoughts. And same. That was yeah. like this one time this guy is just like not picking up. Like, I'm like, I'll open up a new topic and it's just like fizzles out in two minutes. But, like, I, the topics I like to talk about, yeah, are often political. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm, I'm not ashamed of my political beliefs. And, like, I, like I said, like, sharing the same values is really important to me. So, if I'm on a date, I want to know who you are, yes, what you yeah. stand for, yeah. like, what's important to you. Mm-hmm. Do I want to hang out with you again? Because if you are, like, you know. Uh, at somebody who's conservative or somebody who doesn't believe in like you know rights for everyone then i don't want to be near you like yeah. ever so, no agree i think that's a huge deal breaker for me as well yeah. because i i don't but care it's hard because i feel like people are very sheltered when they are talking about pol- politics mm-hmm. and honestly at this point at this age 
we need this to talk about it. This is also a red flag to me. If you are unwilling to tell me anything, not you don't have to tell me who you vote for. I don't care because they're both terrible. Yeah. But if you're an if you can just tell me like you know what you believe in, like yeah, what 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 you don't even have to tell me what political party you belong to, but like what you care <laughs> like, about. If I tell you about bagged leaves on the sidewalk and you treat me like I made a political statement, we are done. <laughs> no we fair. Are done. Yeah. I, they, I try not to like bring up politics at all on the dates unless it comes up like um, until I something happens do. I always do um, because it's important to me yeah but I think it, I will bring up topics instead mm-hmm. of like saying do you, are you democratic or are you republic oh, no. No, yeah, yeah yeah I will bring up topics that's like, what I said they're both bad so. they're both bad yeah <laughs> and I think that's where I and I think where you first started like I think it's a huge deal breaker like I don't care who I'm dating as long as we're having a good conversation. And if I'm the only one who always starting a conversation, that's it. We're not mm-hmm. having a second date because how are we going to have a second date? Yeah. Like, I ran out of all the topics we could talk about in a first date. Like, this is it. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. that's a huge one. Um, um, another thing, and this, this is specifically, I think, an American thing. Because, like, multiple times I went on a date with uh, somebody here and I would talk about something that they have no idea about they would still try to talk about that thing mm-hmm. like respond to me and like that. if if i hate it i'm personally like oh, sometimes i don't know what the fuck conversation is about and yeah. i will interject myself like oh what do you mean like what where is that or like who is that you yeah. know what i mean like yeah. i and like, like give more and if you look at me like you don't know then that's also a red flag for me like yeah. i need to talk to you like why are you judging me i'm yeah. just asking questions you should be giving information yeah, exactly. you should be like exactly you know, and teaching i would moment. love like you know and i would love if people would like this be willing to disclose like yeah i don't i don't actually know what we're talking about like can you educate me like yeah i'll, I'll share what i know i love that yeah i love it i think all the people that i've kind of fallen for is always when they have said a topic that I didn't know and they used it as an educational because yeah. I'm always learning more things. So if you can like tell me something nicer, like educated, not like putting you down, like how oh, come you didn't know about this? Like, of course I didn't. Yeah. Um, but like if they use it as an education and they tell me and I can learn something, I love it. I absolutely mm-hmm. love those dates. Yeah. And I think that's why I haven't been like stuck around with few people that mm-hmm. I should let go of. It's because <laughs> oh. like every time we hang out, it's like it's educational. Yeah. yeah, I learn something every yeah. time. It's like, oh yeah, those are all new yeah. things. But um, but it's I, I just I just don't like when people are trying to like keep a conversation that they're not keeping up with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. As, for just, sure. just because they are unwilling to say can like I don't know. A lot of American people don't know how to say I don't know. That is yeah. what I learned in my dating life and in like being in school mm-hmm. in America. Same. And I uh um dart status seven. I hope I'm sorry if I said it. I'm guilty of that as well. Like deathly afraid of not knowing what's being talked about and I've lied and fake to pretend I do. Um I've done I that pretend, a few times. I present often to hear what people are saying. Oh yeah. I'm like <laughs> yeah. smiling yeah. like yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> My God, Bond Bond fifty three. Thank you so much for subscribing. Um, research, yes, yes. A lot of Americans think Facebook articles equal research. Oh, for sure. Oh, sure, of course. Um, the other deal breaker is big for me, and it's not something that I probably find out on a first date. And it might not be deal breaker, but something you need to talk about is cleanliness. 
I'm very OCD about cleanliness. Oh and yes. um, and I think something you don't find out until like you go to somebody's place, right? Like, um, and sometimes they have cleaned it up for the first time because they're bringing somebody over. Mm -hmm. But eventually you find out like they're just not, they can't. And I, I, I messy place is just very annoying to mm -hmm. me. And so if, if I tell that somebody and they can't clean it, that's like, I can't, I, mm -mm. I, I can't do like, it has to be cleanliness. Yeah. Basic I, human hygiene, that's on a separate, yeah. but just in general being messy. Um, I got into this guy's car and I was like, I will never see you again. The, oh God, mm -mm. that's also a huge, like if I get somebody's car and they're like, it's just a bunch of shit and it's like, no, like, my car's messy, but like yeah, and my just... car is messy. And if it's messy and I need to give someone a ride, I'll be like, listen, I have, I will disclose like before I even open the door, yeah. it's like listen, I'm moving or like I just came back, came back and from something. something like yeah, this is why I like my car is messy. Don't judge me, oh. because I care. You know, I care about this. And uh, if I just see someone just open the door and just things start falling out of the car and they're just like, this is this is my life, then I'm just like, all right, well, I don't. I don't want to be a part of your life. Yeah, yeah, like absolutely not. Um, also, the other things, if somebody tells me, it only happened once. It's like when somebody says like, oh, like I've never gone out with an Indian before or I've never mm -hmm. been with an Indian. It's like, no. no, am I just a part of your checklist of people that you've been? And because at that point, you were putting me down into a thing. Mm -hmm. Like I've never done this thing mark. before. A check mark. I was like, yeah, and you never will. <laughs> like I am heading out of here. Like it's um, and like I it's not a deal breaker for me if somebody says like they have never been with somebody outside of their race that has never had a conversation. But when they say specifically like I've never been with an Indian, also exotic. Fuck you. Fuck you exotic. immediately. Like, I just read that word. All the exotic minorities. Horrible. Uh, Super red flag. Chris called me exotic. They did. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. <laughs> hate that term. But it, it is. Like, like that I'm an exotic was animal? Not, like, what is it? That was not the first date language. That was, like, we were already, like, in a relationship. No. And that will be fine. Like, I but thought you like were a... exotic. And I was like, what the fuck are you saying? Like, <laughs> Because I only associate word exotic with animals. Yeah. Exotic animals. So yeah. if you're telling me that, and I was like, I am not an exotic animal. There are a bunch of Indian people around. There's a lot of people around. It's also but, the word exot, just that is an insult in Czech. Is it really? Yes. Oh, I had no idea. Um, toxic, and I, I, oh, I don't agree with that. I have never say anything like that. But if I did, it would mean that I was not familiar with the culture. And that's fine. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. I think it's fine if you... It depends on how you say it, right? Like, oh, I've never, like, met somebody who is from Czech. So I don't know about the culture. That's different. But it would be like, oh, I've never, like, I've never been with the European. Or, like, mm -hmm. I've never been like this. It's like, no. It's just the way you say yeah, it. The being like, with... Uh, like, yeah, that, that's wrong. If you say I've never met... Yeah. That's a different thing. That's a different thing. Yeah. yeah you're or just like, trying to, like, learn about my culture and stuff. I'll be happy to, like, talk about it. But if you're just, like trying to make a check mark in your fucking diary to fuck off yeah yeah uh or people who ask where you're from because you're not white i'm like oh chicago no but where are you from originally originally i hate that i was like <laughs> my parents are from here yeah i'm originally from here mm -hmm. like i don't know what you're talking about yeah um and again 
it's not a bad question to ask. It depends on how you ask it. You can ask you want... what, where your background is. I guess that's where you can ask. But yeah. not like, where are you from originally here? My background is this. I'm assuming that's what you're asking. Oh, what is your heritage? Yeah, that's a great question yeah. as, as well. Um, um, yeah. But if you're asking where you're actually from, fuck you. My, my other red flag when I, when I was dating here was like people not even knowing where my country is. Like not even the continent. I'm like horrible. Yeah, it's horrible. I can't literally know. Like if Absolutely don't. Not. Yeah. Oh, and what also, are like, you? I, I, I literally like allowed. You know this like this guy was just like oh where is that and I was like explain it to him, and I did go on a second date with him, and he asked the same fucking question, and I'm like dude we literally talked about this and I told you where my country is. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I must have forgotten. I was like, yeah, you fucking did. <laughs> That's a huge thing to, like, forget. Like, I don't... Um, the, so there's this one clip that's going around, and I don't know if uh, Mickey showed it to you, and I think that's something I wanted to bring it up. It's about a question on the toilet seat etiquette, and I'm curious on what everybody else thinks. Toilet seat etiquette? Toilet seat etiquette. There was this one video, it and... It's, it's a sign. It's a sign. I wanted... Um, <laughs> Mickey was going to send this and he, I don't think he did or I haven't looked at it. There's this one clip going viral. It's from this podcast. This guy saying like, hear me out. How it should be. Guy comes in and puts a seat up and then puts it down. Yes. It's two movements that they have yes. to do. So instead of them doing two movements and the girl's not doing any movement. No. The guy do no. one and the girl put it down. That means they're each shared. No. I have another controversial opinion on it but i'm curious on what everybody else thinks the toilet seat etiquettes are and what is your etiquette here because we can have I, talked about it here go for I, it all right. <laughs> go all right. for it basic default setting of a toilet is toilet is down right that is the most hygienic way just keep your toilet down all the time if you have a pet they won't drink from your fucking shit bowl if you have a child they won't get into the fucking shit water keep your Toilet covered with Fair. a lid. That means the woman also, when she needs to sit down on a shitter, she will open it and make these two movements. For a guy, he can also do just two movements if he uses both of his fucking fingers and pulls it up two in one and then pull two back down. If he wants to sit down, he does the same movement yeah. with the one lid instead of two. Yeah, I agree with it. Actually, that's my opinion too. I think default is like both the lid down, just everybody girl or guy just put the lid like both of the lids down so that way everybody's making doing their movement it's just a matter of how many you're picking up at a time but yeah that's mine and damn knowledge <laughs> also wipe the lid if you're taking a leak man like yes. guys just also sometimes i don't know how can guys miss the bowl like if you pick it up like is there a pee stain around it it's like you should have covered that put the lid down so nobody can see it but it's disgusting like um, if you look at you should always look, make sure you leave the toilet ready for the next person. Like, if you leave a leak somewhere, take an extra paper, wipe it, it's yours, wipe it, don't let other person touch your fucking excess. If I go to somebody's apartment and their toilet doesn't look clean, it's mm -mm. disgusting, no. there's a layer, no. deal breaker. I just can't. Like, putting lid down up, it's fine. Like, we will talk it out and we'll figure something out. But, like, if your bathroom looks disgusting i am not gonna be here again um <laughs> crow joy crook it doesn't come in a straight line why not it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me <laughs> it 
just uh, morning wood equal tiredness. Sometimes you spray and pray. <laughs> oh my god. So what sometimes like Chris when he's like you know, when he's like tired or something, changes. when he's like peeing, he will just put his like other hand up like by the like prop himself <laughs> to the wall and he's just like accessing himself. And then like after like a month or something, you can just see like the, the hand print the there. handprints on oh the my God. And I'm like, Chris, can you not see this? Please? <laughs> Can you do something about it? It's not me. Like, You're just, doing this. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's so funny. Um, I think we're kind of close to wrapping it yeah. up. And I know Katty has to go. And so I think we will end it to... I had a few questions, but I think we'll end it to like... What is the best dating advice that you've ever <laughs> got? a veteran move. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, so funny. I sometimes prop myself the morning <laughs> That's what Chris is doing. He's propping himself. Oh I just feel like you guys have a solidarity circle now. Yeah, I love you guys. <laughs> great. <laughs> but yeah, so what is the great um, best advice that you've gotten? And what's the best? I think there was a lot of people who were sending advice in the chat. It's like essentially, yeah, be yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think one thing I will add on to that is like learn who you are first yes. and to be yourself yes and a lot of times what we do is like we don't give a time to really tell to learn who we are and we can't be ourselves if we don't know who we are yeah like i cannot stress this enough be single and appreciate the fact that you're single because when you're single you first of all if you're like in your like 20s and something you can travel so much mm-hmm and you can even work in different countries you can like expose yourself to all these different like influences and cultures you can become a whole new person Mm -hmm. um reinvent yourself literally and then when you come back home or settle wherever you want you know who you are you know what you stand for you know who you're looking for it will be so much easier for you to date um with like create like um like a very pre- like a precise idea yes. of who you want your partner to be. Yes. Um, and yeah. So yeah. and Brechtier said really good. Personally, will never date if I'm not in a good place in life. Need mm-hmm. to focus on myself. That's unfair not only to you but the people you're dating for sure. If you have just broken up and you just want to like find somebody, don't do that because that's very unfair. Also, you're wasting your time and you're wasting somebody else's time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Just take time. It doesn't hurt to be single. Just take time for yourself. And don't, yeah, codependent is the worst. Yes. Um, and I think one other good advice that I have received or I live by is like a lot of times people are afraid to get their heart broken again mm-hmm. once their heart has been broken. And I think the one thing I will say is like there's this um, this Japanese, rit- not I think it's a, it's a Japanese, not a ritual, but it's a way of like when a, an item is broken, then they fix it with the gold. In it, it's called kintsugi, and I love that. And I tell that everybody, like, just put your pieces together um, and go out again. Like, don't be afraid to get heartbroken again because yeah. life goes on. And but take time for yourself. Doesn't matter if it takes two weeks, three years, three months. Um, but take time for yourself and then do it again because you will never find love unless you do put yourself out there, and it will just make you that much stronger. Um, just lesson learned use your lesson learned and mm-hmm. then just know things that you can do better mm-hmm. um but yeah no no it's not man date when you bum crumb bumps and he'd love you too 
Watch that. When in a relationship, you should have a partner, not another thing to take care of. Yes. Absolutely. And I think that's the one thing I'm big on. Like, I don't want... I want somebody that we can be power couple together, not somebody to take care of. Because I already have a dog to take care of. I don't want another person to be taken care of. I'm not somebody's mm-hmm. mom. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, Jen Michael 1105, thank you so much for subscribing. Um, but that's mostly it. Does anybody in the chat have any uh, advice to give? And I, um, But yeah. I feel like there's still so much to talk about. So, we, so should, much. we should return to this. Um, yes, to this because I have three again. questions that I found. It's like, what should you do? What should you not do while dating? Mm-hmm. What are three rules of dating? What does everybody think about like waiting for three days to be physical intimate? Like, where do mm-hmm. we stand? Or, and what is the dating age rule? Okay. Um, yeah, so we'll probably come back to it and discuss it because I think everybody had like a really great things to talk about uh, but yeah i wouldn't mind finding myself a daddy though i wouldn't myself either that w- that wouldn't be a bad at yeah. all there will uh, definitely be a part two to this because we still have so much to talk about and you guys seem to be enjoying it yes right yeah um and we're gonna look for somebody to raid yes. and we're gonna raid here um stick around for the raid yeah um, tell them normies in their regards yes don't forget that we will be back every week on wednesdays yeah. and we have so many other things on twitch so follow us here because our schedule keeps being updated with yes. new streams yes and somebody asked if they missed one piece we're gonna be doing we do one piece every thursday mm-hmm. at 4 p.m so mm-hmm. join us then uh we are really enjoying it and this time we actually have a good wine to drink, so I'm happy about that. Yay! <laughs> Yay! All right, who are we rating? Uh, Vanessa Lopez. Vanessa Lopez, here we come. Thank you so much. Stay for the raid. I love you guys all. Have a great day. Be kind to everybody. Bye. Because it's about time. The advice is need for you to speak your mind. Super Secret Girls Club.